0: Okay. Hello, everybody.
1: (laughs) Hi, welcome back, or welcome for the first time.
0: Correct. Well, I'm Michael Rosenbaum, and I'm a transformational hypnotherapist and a spiritual life coach. And I just love, love, love talking about how to shift our focus and our ideas of how life is put together to see it at a deeper level. From our higher inner self, I would say, and how to use that to live your life in a different way that's more joyous and and uh, wonderful and flows better.
1: Well, and I'm Ellen Siegel, and I uh, ditto that. Also, <laughs> um, do everything I can for myself and others who are interested uh, in looking at ways to get different perspectives on thoughts and feelings that up until now have tripped us up as obstacles, um, to look at them in different ways that can be very freeing and where you get to make new choices in your life, uh, bringing about uh, experiences that you would like, and happiness joy joyfulness and uh, not being stuck not being stuck so
0: here here you know, not really stuck um,
1: yeah and today um um michael receives many downloads many spiritual downloads um during meditations and i would say other times also and shares them with us and many of us and all of us. And so I'm a big fan of um, studying the downloads, appreciating them and seeing what what further information comes through them. So and today, we're going to do that again.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So like, What we like to do is we're just gonna read it. I'm gonna read it through from beginning to end, just, you know, a paragraph. And then we're gonna go back and read it kind of sentence by sentence or thought by thought. And then the two of us will just kind of comment on, you know, what it means to us. One of the wonderful things about these downloads is that they come through originally for me to teach me something. But when I found I would share them with Ellen and some of my other spiritual friends, it actually meant something a little different to them. Or they got something from a different angle, which I thought was fabulous, which I learned something new also. And Ellen said, well, why don't we do this together and share it and then it'll be something uh expansive and and wonderful for other people to hear, and maybe they'll get something different out of it. So that's the the purpose of it. So this particular piece of information came to me, and I entitled it the no-self, right? Because we often think of ourselves as a particular thing, right? Whether it's our gender, our history, our work, our marital status, and what have you. So this is saying... Let's take a look at the no-self. So here's what came to me. The darkness in the world swirls all around like clouds, but above the clouds, there's a clarity and a magnetic attraction to the love of the universe that is at the center of the universe. When you focus on your third eye, that is the pathway out of the maelstrom and into clearer skies, and it is from that place where you can feel the magnetic pull of the loving mother in the universe. You are being pulled into her womb, and there's a feeling of protection and safety. There's only goodness abounds. Through meditation, you can get accustomed to that experience, and you move more into the no self meaning away from this world's personality and more into the universal you. It is a universal you where you feel peace and balance and you are much larger and so have access to much more power and intelligence. You have much more resources at your fingertips and those powers and resources react much more easily and rapidly. So keep cultivating the no self and you will have access to that perspective and it will guide you and nurture you. So that was the download.
1: Great. And also um, the download in a printed form in text will appear in the podcast descriptions, right? like we did this time, and I'll have that um, in the uh, Zoom conversations also. Um,
0: So why don't you start us off, Ellen? Why don't you read the uh, first sentence?
1: The first first, um, uh, idea that comes to me is just the idea of the no-self. For those listening who may not have come upon that, and you talked about this in your introduction, the idea that I am not my career. I am not necessarily my gender. I am not my nationality. I am not um, Ellen. Ellen is a label for me. That I'm a spark, spark of the divine or Whatever the spirit is inside this package is who I am. And that that taking ourselves to that understanding is this um, being above being above uh, the maelstrom of what's going on. And the idea of the no self, is different than the self in duality where there's uh, liking and disliking um, uh, enjoying not enjoying um, things we want things we don't want so, so say something else about that Michael as a preface to this okay, okay. so
0: the no self is really thinking or experiencing your consciousness away from the identity of how we present it in this world. So it's, it's like a larger you. The, Michael over here is a subset of a larger consciousness which isn't Michael the name or Michael the alternative healer or the husband or the father. Even though I, I have those things, that's not who I am is my essential nature. So if I want to feel the beauty of my essential nature and live from that place, then it's useful to think of myself as the no self. We're not that self, but a larger consciousness. And ultimately the origin of the no-self is just consciousness itself. It's awareness and consciousness. That's when you keep stripping the layers, who am I? Am I this? Am I that? Am I a this? Am I a that? And when you strip it all away, what's left is consciousness and awareness. That never goes away. That's always there. Um in the background, behind everything else, so almost the space in which things um you know put themselves in mm-hmm. can you be the space which holds everything? because the space can never be destroyed. the space can never be hurt. the space just is a constant mm-hmm. So when it says the darkness in the world swirls all around like clouds, but above the clouds is a clarity and a magnetic attraction to the love of the universe. That's at the center of the universe. So to travel to the center of the universe, so to speak, means to travel away from things uh, and, and what's sometimes called duality, meaning thinking in opposites and, reach something at a higher level, meaning the origination level, when you do that, then experientially, it's like you feel like somehow you're in the center of the universe. So if there's a storm going on, let's say you're in an airplane, you hit turbulence, right? You're feeling the turbulence, but when the airplane goes above the clouds and above the wind turbulence, then there's a sense of peace. So this is encouraging me and encouraging us to rise above the turbulence so that you can feel that peace. And one of the ways to do that is to reframe who you are as the no-self rather than a particular thing, if that makes sense.
1: No, I think that's great. And also, um, just to add a little piece to that, there's a uniqueness about each one of us, and that is not sacrifice. That exists in its own right and in the no-self. It's um, that where it's almost like being in two places at once or <laughs> some other way to I don't know if that really captures it, but sometimes people are concerned that if they're going to see themselves as a no self, then they've lost a lot of things. and you know, it's just an added focus for the benefit of um moving toward joy you know on a consistent basis
0: or um, it's, it's I, I like that it, it's kind of like i'm just trying to think from my own experience because these are just words and and they're pointing to an experience um but it's like if you can get into that more expanded you if you can live more from that place identify yourself with that at the same time the particular you you can enjoy the ride you can enjoy the experience if you're coming from that perspective if you're in the smaller perspective and the things are going up and down and doing whatever it's doing then you're in the middle of that maelstrom right (laughs) but if you if you're looking at it at the same time that you're involved in it It's not a disconnection from it, but at the same time you're looking down at it or expanded from it, then you realize none of that's really going to make a difference to who I am in terms of worried about what's gonna happen. Um, And you can enjoy the ride more. Oh, it goes up, it goes down, it does this, it does that. And after a while for me, I realize that my sense of well-being comes from the no-self or the expanded self, not from the particulars. And that allows me to enjoy the particulars or experience them, be fascinated by them without my survival is not on the line here.
1: Because mm, your essential nature is intact
0: correct always will be right and it's the understanding of it's the experience of that so the the next part of what it says it's kind of these are some practical ways to have the experience of that just to talk about it does not give you the experience of it in my in my experience <laughs> so.
1: and what you' you know you said something also before that a lot of people have not heard that words are pointers. To experience that, and the experiencing is where the transformation takes place, the awakening, the awareness, uh, and the expansion takes place in the experiencing.
0: Well said.
1: Okay, so also the the idea of. Another way to view it is being oriented, you know, to identify um, with the whole uh, concept that it's possible to be in the center, center of the universe, that that's not usually a locality people think about or would consider that they have a place in.
0: Right. In fact, we did a whole podcast, I believe, I think yeah. we, it's called The Center of the Universe is Within You. Yeah. So you yeah. might want to check that out sort we right. talk about that.
1: Yes. No, that was, that was great. Okay. So um, now the relevance of the third eye, when you focus on your third eye, um, this is the pathway out of the maelstrom and into clearer skies and it is from that place where you can feel the magnetic pull of the loving mother in the universe so first i want to just talk about the third eye and that um i like the um the notion that i got through my studies our studies of uh, Paramahansa Yogananda's scientific meditation program, concepts, whatever, um, that uh, super consciousness, that's the ability to see beyond what we see here on the earth plane and also beyond our subconscious where things are stored from our lives and life and lifetimes, that expanded consciousness, this is the doorway. So, um, and I don't know in other, I've taught meditation and I don't recall in other mode, styles of meditation, the focus in the third eye. And I think that that's, I think that that's key. Um, anything else to say about that? So the
0: way I look at the third eye is I think of it as a receiving station. So it allows me to receive information. That's where I get my downloads from. Right. And so when you focus on the third eye, if we had your, you hooked up on an MRI machine or one, whatever electrodes in your brain measuring what fires off in your brain, right? This part of your brain, um, around where your third eye is and the things that are electrically connected with it, light up. And when that lights up, it lights up certain centers in your brain, including the pineal gland. And that, in my mind, opens up the receiving station and it allows you to go beyond in consciousness where your normal consciousness is. If we were measuring brainwave frequencies, we'd probably see a different brainwave frequency pattern. Joe Dispenza is uh, expert expert in, in that. He has a lot of information about that. So that's, so the third eye is just, it's just activating the center in your mind and and the brain which is the receiving station for your mind to open up in a different way it allows for a different experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the way i look at the third eye mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so when you move through the third eye consciousness and you're away from those normal everyday thoughts so that that's kind of that maelstrom that's that up and down that's that place that rocks us all of a sudden like a like a metaphor I said earlier that plane is like all of a sudden you're in clearer skies right you're in a different place Mm -hmm. and the experience in that place is very different and so in this download it's liking it to the Mm -hmm. loving mother in the universe so it's almost like you're pulling away and you now can feel the magnetic of this some other energy which to me when I've done this feels like a loving energy like it wraps me in a loving embrace and from that place I feel really safe I feel loved I feel blissful I actually feel like I don't need anything I got it all that's the way it feels to me
1: So bringing that about, uh, one can see the value of bringing that about. It really shifts how you're experiencing living on the earth plane here. And um,
0: Yes, that's a very important statement because to me, when I take a look at how I've lived my life and as I've evolved and, and still evolving, That the society and the culture is always telling us, if you want to feel that feeling of safety, if you want to feel that feeling of love, you have to look outside yourself and accumulate something, whether it's a certain relationship or get married or a certain income or certain status, all of that it's said or implied that that's going to lead to this place of of safety, happiness, and love. What we fail to notice is that it it actually doesn't do that. It does it maybe temporarily, but but it doesn't really land you in a place where you feel like, I don't need anything else. But when you go into the no self or the, this part of you that lives in this more expanded part of the universe, to me, that's the feeling I've been searching for my whole life. And I didn't have to do anything except shift my consciousness to experience that. But I didn't have to get anything from the outside in order to experience that. I'm not putting down the idea of making money or accumulating things or having a relationship. I have all those things and I, and I like all those things, but I enjoy them much more when I know that I'm not relying on them for my basic sense of love and safety. That comes from a deeper place and everybody has access to that. And one of the ways that I found that I can gain access to that is Through focusing on the third eye, from not being attached to pieces of self that we identify with, and to allow myself to experience this expanded me.
1: Yeah, and for me, I'd say the largest part is letting go of attachments that I have to or the, even the idea that I feel better in this situation. And then it was sort of like looking for chasing those situations. Um, and I could take it down to something as simple as food. Um, you know, in so many cultures, love is associated with food, you know, and um, it becomes a habit to think about things that way. And certainly, we learned this in school. We learned from our parents, we learned from religions if we participated in that, and you know, our friends, and then to find that as adults, we're searching for happiness. Everyone wants something happiness, which is sort of like a code word for feeling safe, you know, and um protected. And as you said, once, once you recognize that others are not really a great source of that for ourselves, it can be a relief that, mm-hmm. oh, this is an inside job. I don't have to wait for the right partner. I don't have to um, get into that the school that is such and such. I don't have to um, have that car that I'm so straining to save money but I'm working so hard, I'm not with my friends or, you know, whatever it is that, oh, wait, this is, I can bring this about, I can access this inside of myself. Actually, there's nothing to bring about because what we've learned is that it's, it's our default setting. It's in there and we haven't noticed it. And so it could feel like we're digging to get at it, but nevertheless, it's only because we've loaded on later layers of habits um, that have distracted us um, and maybe we never knew it was there. So I think it's really good news when you can recognize like, oh, it's in here. Let me see what I can do to access that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. their only goodness abounds. You know, sometimes, um, you know, I I don't think I said that I'm, um, you know, life coach, life mastery coach, spiritual coach, counselor, lots of different hats of that type. And um, uh, when people come and they're afraid to appreciate themselves or look at themselves, And uh, one of the thoughts that comes through is to know you is to love you. So whatever you find in your movement to access uh, the safety and protection and love that's that's actually emanating through you, that you're only going to find things further to appreciate about yourself and things to love about yourself. So, cause a lot of people are afraid to look within. And um, I can only say that to encourage as many people as possible, to just move in that direction. You'll be happy, glad that you did. And <laughs> that, that brings me to something that you've said very often, Michael, in our collaboration with our colleagues, and when you've shared, and that is that, um, particularly about meditation, because Michael has been an inspiration for me, because uh, he started way long time ago in with regularity, and um, that the experience of that love and expansion, through meditation becomes more cherishable than anything uh, available to us in a material way here. And and then yes, you can enjoy those things too, but that's something that really inspires me, Michael, whenever you've said that.
0: Okay. So so then it goes on to talk about another tool. So we talked about the third eye, talked about not identifying with the parts of ourselves, but that the no self, the larger part. And it says through meditation, you get accustomed to that experience, just what um, Ellen was saying. And you move more into the no self, meaning away from the world's personality and more into the universal you. So it's knowing yourself as the universal you, not as your world's personality. And I have found, since I've meditated for so long, I have found that that's the doorway or that's that's how I get to that experience of the more universal me. And there's many levels to the more universal me. It's not just one place, but it's like a portal into incredible different places. And uh, Ellen and I have been in a spiritual school for, you know, since 2006. And we've been shown different mm-hmm. ways to experience this universal you in many different iterations. And they're all wonderful and interesting and they all build on each other. But it's like first go through the portal, out of the world personality to the universal you and however you get there once you do that it's like now there's so much available to you that you were not aware of before it's like a you know a kid in a candy store Mm -hmm. uh, in that sense Mm
1: -hmm. and it's through that experience that's that's where you feel peace and balance. That's where you access that. So, and it might have had snippets of that, you know, along the way. I could say for myself, I did. I really didn't know where it was coming from. And to to appreciate this material that we're talking about brings it into consciousness ideally to me to be able to bring myself to these experiences consciously where i set the intention and the energy flows there and this is where i bring myself to which is different than haphazardly unconsciously or semi-consciously over the years which was the best i could do in my on my path now knowing this, um, and in sharing it with you who are listening, are viewing us, uh, you get to uh, jump ahead. <laughs> you don't have to do what we went through. You could see what this means to you and how ready you are to bring yourself there today.
0: And I want to say something about this portal because it's so powerful. I mean, it blows my mind over and over again because you have much more access to what I would call spiritual intelligence. You know, my Michael and whatever Michael learned in this world and so on is so limited. But when you go through those portals, through meditation, through different techniques of focusing on the third eye perhaps or thinking of yourself as a no self uh, there's other processes but when you get to that place it's like you now have access to spiritual intelligence of these great beings that coexist with you that now you can hear you can listen to right the, this download whatever if if michael was just writing we would never come out like that we'd never come out like that right but i have that at my fingertips because i'm willing to step into that portal of the Mm -hmm. no self that portal of the universal me and you have so many resources at your fingertips much more easily much more rapidly it's like a whole other world and worlds open up to you or have opened up to me because of that. And I know Ellen's had the same experience and we have we have many people have had their version of that experience. Everybody's version is a valid version. And in fact, we learned something. Ellen and I, we meditate together in a small group from our spiritual school and we maybe pick a focus We all just meditate in silence for a half an hour. And then we come back and we share what we received through that portal. And it's different for everybody, yet there's a continuity about it. And we all learn from everybody's sharing. You know, it's like it's another piece from that perspective, but it's all from that universal perspective, not from the little self perspective.
1: And one of the benefits of uh, meditating uh, on a focus and certainly sharing it with another person is that um, we each walk away That, that, let's say three of us are meditating together and we bring different things back. We leave that episode of togetherness in a very different way than when we arrived. And we're expanded. We have new information, new approaches, and it's like ever new, ever new growth. And I don't know. I love it.
0: (laughs) I I can think of so many times when we've meditated in our little group and each of us has brought back another piece of information. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. Right. that I, I, I never thought of it that way you know and and it opens up vistas for each other you mm-hmm. know so it, it's it's really quite remarkable So and that
1: you know, I was gonna say and that information is not something we can read about right. It's an experience. So when Michael's talking about a portal um and certainly the meditation is that and the third eye is that uh and there's many different tools to facilitate access to that within um so i can i remember remember. yes in
0: one of our meditations a couple of weeks ago i still remember it, it was that powerful to me and you came back i don't remember what we were meditating on but you came back With the idea, and remember we're both, you know, helpers and life coaches and people and we try to work on our own self, freeing ourselves. So you said you got that. It's not about um, dissolving something. It's not about getting rid of anything. It's about recycling it into something else that's a transformation you're Mm -hmm. recycling it into something else and it's like wow Mm -hmm. I never thought of it that way Mm -hmm. always taught and trying oh I don't like that let's get rid of this let's dissolve it let's Mm -hmm. let's uh get you know if there's a pushing away or resistance to it Mm -hmm. but when you said no it's about what you got was that it's about recycling it then it's like a love, there's love you put into it, and it transforms it and recycles it into something else. So there's, it it comes from a place of unconditional love. Mm -hmm. It comes from a place of uh, understanding that things are impermanent and can shift and transform. Mm -hmm. It was just a gateway open for me. Mm -hmm. I heard you say that simple thing that you got from the meditation when we shared. So that's kind of an example of how we can be, you know, uh, teachers for each other.
1: Yes, yes. And and we come away with like, it, it's more than, I I was a big fan of reframing. You know, you have a situation the way you see it, show me another way to see it, turn it this way, turn it that way, look for the good in it. All of those were attempts, attempts to break, break through to this. To being open in in this kind of a way, and you know, for whatever my path has been, that was part of it. Um, and it's very interesting to even look back on that, because that's really what my whole passion mm-hmm. was about. And it must have taken all that passion to make the transformation. I, I you know I don't know but it's just very interesting to me. And portal is definitely, because it's, it's much more open. It's a whole new, all new newness. Mm.
0: So the in the download, remember these downloads were talking to me, trying to teach me something, right? My higher self, the, the beings, the teachers in those realms were all, they were talking to me. So they sum it up and they, they say to me, keep cultivating the no self, that perspective, that universal you perspective, and you'll have access to that perspective and it will guide you and nurture you. Mm-hmm. So it's encouraging me to keep defaulting to that, to keep looking what prevents me from that. And, you know, it's that's a lifelong process. I don't always walk in that energy. Because life happens and I get pulled into these other parts of myself. So, by meditating on a regular basis and getting this kind of information and this encouragement and re experiencing it over and over again, it creates a new habit, a new pathway that makes it easier for me to step into that the next time.
1: I want to underline what you're saying that in the message. Um, keep cultivating the no self and you will have access to that perspective and it will guide you and nurture you. And then you said to keep defaulting to that and noticing what gets in the way and so that you can keep defaulting to that because it will guide you and nurture you. I mean, it's it's really profound. It's it's a um, it's much more than a tool. It's a transformative device of some sort that you that cultivating the no self gives you access to guidance and nurturance. That's like the skinny of it. Yeah. And then to the 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 part we get to do is to keep defaulting to that. And I'm going to say this for me too. I know it was given to you. You know, I'm attracted to it because it speaks to me. Um, I mean, that's that's the direction. That's the direction. Cultivating the no self, have then having access through that perspective that will guide you and nurture you. And then to just keep cleaning that, you know, anything that gets default to that and then anything that gets in the way, process it or whatever you're gonna do with it, clean it. So
0: let this talk to you and see what it, um resonates for you and inspires you in any way then that makes us happy <laughs> and uh and you can you know i love to teach this stuff and work with people as ellen does you can check out my website at alternativechoices.org, um and i and i always love to set up a free consult with people for 20 minutes just to discuss their needs and say i might be able to help And I know Ellen does something similar. And so I I just I just want to
1: say, let us I mean, you you've heard how how we see this and how we do this for ourselves and uh, work with each other um, to help others. So, you know, we we can help you help you refine that so that then you're doing it for yourself. So, you know, and so Michael, you've got alternative choices dot org. Right. Okay. And um you can find me at uh, BeHappyNoMatterWhat.com. dot com. And uh, I, my phone number is there, email, and you know, you've got our two flavors and you know <laughs> got nothing to lose. And uh, we really encourage you.
0: All right. Well, you have a blessed day. And may you find the no self, what that means for you, the universal you, and just thrive in it and enjoy it and share it with others.
1: Yep. All right. See you next time.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.